Welcome to the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 31. In this episode, I had the opportunity to talk to Wisdom Moon of the All About Worship Podcast, which is just a phenomenal worship podcast. If you haven't heard of it, you've got to go look it up. Head over to allaboutworship.com. And here we go with the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 31. a kid, I would always listen to music. I, I just loved music. Every time I had any money, I would go buy cassette tapes, you know, of like <laughs> Christian artists like Carmen and uh, some Christian hip-hop and stuff like that. And my parents always told me I was wasting money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so naturally, I got involved with the worship team at church. My first job was being a transparency boy on a Friday night service. Uh, you don't know what that is, listeners. Uh, I'm really old. <laughs> I guess. That's awesome. So that was before, you know, we were showing stuff on a big projector screen sure. uh, back in those days. So, and then uh, one of the deacons one day came up to me. I was like, you know, in junior high, came up to me and gave me like a $20 bill and said, you know, you're doing a great job with the transparencies. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'm called to this. <laughs> so That's funny. Uh, yeah, and then our choir director started teaching me guitar. Uh, my youth pastor taught me drums. Um, and so I was just always, you know, I grew up in the church, so I was always involved in the music side. And, you know, growing up in a smaller church, you're pretty much doing everything, you know. Uh, you don't really have a choice, right. <laughs> especially, you know, if your mom's involved in ministry and stuff. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I, w- I was just always passionate about music and worship. And uh, when I was a freshman in college is when I actually started uh, discovering the modern worship movement, you know, like Delirious and Matt Redman and Tim Hughes, Daryl Evans. So uh, I was a part of a worship band in California. Um, We traveled locally and I played bass. Hmm. So I learned a lot of that, that music then, and then really started exploring it on my own too. And brought it to my church and then one day my church said hey you want to lead worship (laughs) so i started leading worship in the youth group when i was a freshman in college Hmm. that's cool so is that the youth group for the church you're still serving at no that was back in california where i'm from so yeah that was a long time ago (laughs) so i'm 33 okay yeah how how did you end up at the the church you're at now can you tell us a little bit about that yeah, so, you know, right out of high school, I was involved in ministry. Um, so I worked in youth ministry. I traveled to different, you know, parts of the country serving in local churches. Um, and then when God called us here to Kansas City, um, I wasn't called to any church ministry at that time. And so it was kind of like a season of waiting, mm-hmm. um, working a really boring uh, corporate job, <laughs> a yeah. desk job, and feeling very miserable and, you know, just wrestling with God um, during that season. It was tough. You know, I was still doing all about worship on the side. Hmm. Uh, so I was working crazy hours, 60, 70 hours a week, yeah. um, juggling a full-time day job and doing all about worship. And um, this opportunity uh, came when 
while I was just faithfully serving as a volunteer at my church. And um, I found out about this opportunity, and um, it was just God's perfect timing because uh, this past June is when I really felt God releasing me from my day job, and I was at a nonprofit in Kansas City, Hmm. actually helping refugees find jobs uh, after they moved here. And I felt like God, you know, releasing me to do all about worship full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, you know, really had a heart for serving in the local church and being a, you know, regular worship leader weekly. Yeah. And so I was praying through that and then found out about the opportunity and connected with the church. And yeah, it all worked out. <laughs> That's really cool. So you, you touched on all about worship. Like, how did you come? How did that come about? How did that start? Like, what, what so. Yeah, um, that's that's an interesting uh, story because nowadays, you know, I I like help other people, you know, build platforms and online platforms, and you know, I have a lot of people who are trying to figure that out. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts about building your platform and yeah. all that stuff, but all about worship actually started just as a hobby um, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. actually met um one of my like worship leader heroes daryl evans yeah his like freedom album like completely changed my life sure and i got to meet him eight years ago uh, i was putting on this huge uh, outreach event at an amusement park in california and i booked him to come out and lead worship for it and so I was like having sushi with him and his band, <laughs> and then they had like a little mini digital recorder, um, and the band was like, you know, talking into it, and I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, this is like time of like MySpace and stuff, sure. you know? right? Uh, so they're like, this is you know, we're podcasting, and this, it, podcasting just came out, like, right? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Before. Yeah, wow. So I really didn't even get the concept after they explained it to me. I was like, okay, I really don't get it. Like, I don't get how that works, you know? Yeah. And then um, a few months later, I got a iPod for Christmas, I think. And so I started ex- exploring podcasts and I uh, looked for worship leader podcasts, youth, youth ministry podcasts, because at that time I was a full-time youth pastor and also a worship leader, um, led worship once a month, you know, at my church. And and then I was like, you know, there aren't very many um, really good podcasts for worship leaders. There weren't very many Christian podcasts at that time. So mm. I decided to explore, you know, and try it out because I'm kind of like a tech geek. So <laughs> <laughs> I dragged my wife into it and I said, hey, <laughs> help me co-host this thing because I, I don't know how to talk just by myself, you know, yeah. into a microphone. So the first uh, several episodes were really rough. Yeah. Uh, I was really bad at speaking in, <laughs> into the mic and talking on the podcast. Um, sure. And then uh, from then on, like God started kind of opening up doors, and I basically had to like uh, teach myself about podcasting and. Um, People were contacting me about advertising on the website, and I had to figure that whole thing out. And yeah. I was connecting with people on MySpace, and, <laughs> nice. you know, interviewing people um, <laughs> through that. And so I've always just been a networker, yeah. um, and I feel like God's called me to network with people, and it was just a natural, you know, extension of that. Wow, that's super cool. So you you mentioned too, like your your social media. So that's one of your hats you wear is like a social media strategist. Um, 
so I guess it sounds like you kind of came into that as you discovered your way with all about worship and kind of realized maybe you have yeah. a knack for that. How, how's that going for you? What are you doing with that now? Yeah. So obviously social media has changed a lot and you know, I, I try to keep up with it. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so with all about worship, I didn't have any advertising dollars <laughs> and I wanted to get the word out. So yeah. the best way was social media. So I really, you know, worked hard at it and um, studied it. And so, you know, I was on, I started accounts on Twitter and Facebook and really networking and connecting with people through that. And uh, it's grown a lot, you know, yeah. um, since we started. So now I help a couple of Christian companies um, outside of mine uh, with their social media. So I'm their social media guy. Um, so, yeah, that's one of my hats. And I'm a part-time worship director. And yeah. the rest of the time I do all about worship and then, you know, I have three kids and a wife, so nice, nice. <laughs> keeping you busy. Are they, are they? They're pretty young. Yeah, they're eight, six, and four right nice. now. Nice. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and you, yeah. you're so. A lot of guys must be balancing that. I mean, just just that just sounds like a monumental amount of of things you have to do in a day. How do you how do you keep yourself kind of focused on God? How do you manage it well and still yeah. smile? I guess at the end of the day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some days it's tough, you know. Like last week, I had a really rough week. It was crazy busy, you know, yeah. and I was just working day and night and feeling you just spent all the time. Um, so I have weeks like that, and then I have weeks where I can take Monday and Friday off and enjoy some family time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I have some flexibility, which is awesome, um, but also having tools in place and um, just uh, – Weekly and daily, you know, structure in place really helps. Mm. Uh, you know, with social media, there's a lot of tools out there because uh, I actually also manage social media for my church too. So, okay. sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I use a tool called BufferApp.com. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's a great tool that really helps me with time management and get things you know scheduled out every day. Um, I use Feedly to, um, you know, go through content and because, you know, social media is about sharing content and bringing value, you know, to your followers. So that's what I try to do for uh, myself and everybody that I help with that. Um, And, you know, some days, honestly, like at the end of the day, I'm laying in bed going, man, I didn't read the Bible. I hardly (laughs) even talked to God today. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like I have those days, you know, sure. and it's, it is a very tough balance at times um, because yeah. I think having an entrepreneurial heart, you know, um, I'm always, my mind's just filled with ideas all the time, right. <laughs> you know, processing ideas and processing things I heard or read. Um, so I, that's why I actually intentionally um, didn't do all about worship full time. And I wanted to be plugged into a church and serve as a worship leader at a church because I really feel like that's a very important thing, um, especially doing what I do. You know, I want to be there um, actually living it out every week and having a pastor that will keep me accountable and, you know, that uh, and a staff team that I can um, have relationship with and things like that. So that's huge to keep yourself grounded. Uh, yeah, with God there. 
let's um, let's talk about the conference you got coming up in May. You want to give give me the heart behind that? Yeah, so it's the All About Worship Conference. Um, pretty <laughs> plain and simple. Um, and I actually did this two times um, back in 2010 and 2011, and I called it a retreat because we limited it to 40 or 50 people. And uh, I did it out of a desire to really have a place where worship leaders can come and build relationships. Mm. Because with social media, we can have relationships you know, online, but uh, when you go to a huge conference, you don't really get to really meet people and really make connections. Um, so, you know, when I talked to other worship leaders, they really were saying, you know, I wish there was a place I can go where it's a smaller conference and really get to meet people and mingle and mm. uh, actually get to meet the artists and stuff like that. So, um, because of, you know, all about worship, I had the connections to put it together. Yeah. So, um, they were really successful as far as, you know, people, um, you know, going back home and being really encouraged and to this day feeling like that was just the highlight of their, you know, past mm-hmm. five years of going to conferences, um, not success in the financial way, yeah. unfortunately. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, so, and then 2012, I put on a songwriting retreat in Nashville, um, mm-hmm. where we basically handpicked people to come and hang out with professional songwriters in the Christian industry. And they got to co-write with them um, in small groups. And this year, I felt God, you know, calling me back to putting on a conference for worship leaders. Hmm. So we have um, songwriting workshops and worship leader workshops. Um, so it will be a great time of just getting to hang out and experiencing, you know, refreshing times of worship. And this time we're limiting it to 100 people. Hmm. So it will still be small. Um but I'm able to keep the cost much lower uh, yeah. by having it a little bit bigger. So, oh, Cool. So I, when I see a lot of people share it, um, kind of one of the recurring things that I've seen is that people are really excited about, um, I might have the verbiage messed up too, but like you're looking to have the conference be kind of spirit-led, mm-hmm. um, kind of letting the Holy Spirit do what He wants. Like, Could you talk a yeah. little bit about that and what, what what's that coming from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, I... Have I, I feel like I have a kind of a unique background as far as like denomination and theology and things like that because um, you know I grew up one way, but just meeting different worship leaders and artists and things uh, from so many different backgrounds and denominations, I've come to really appreciate those uh, differences, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have you know we all have so much to learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one thing, one trend that I see a lot with, um, just a lot of worship leader events is it's very tech driven. It's very organized and planned out down to the second. Um, you know, a lot of church services are like that too. And, you know, I'm not criticizing, um, the way that's done, but I miss the, you know, spirit lets like, you know, the spontaneity and Hmm. the freedom to go 10 minutes longer if right. you need to, you know. So um, I guess it's more of like a personal desire to experience that again, you know, just a time of just soaking in God's presence Very and cool. not having to worry about, oh, man, this next workshop is going to start in 10 minutes. We got to 
cut the speaker out, you know, hold up the card that says stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, so I intentionally invited people who are really good at leading worship in those settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and who actually don't do well in <laughs> like time settings. Sure. You know? yeah. So, uh, like each person that's coming, I'm really excited about because yeah. they just have a love for people and love for God. And, mm-hmm. um, they know how to bring people into God's presence and, you know, it could be 15 minutes of the same song, but you just feel so much peace and, you know, that intimacy with God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who are, who are some of the artists that you're going to have there? Yeah. So, um, Michael Farron of Pocket Full of Rocks, he wrote Let It Rain and yeah. a whole bunch of other songs. Um, he's, a he's actually now a staff writer for Integrity Music. Hmm. He'll be speaking and leading worship. Um, Dustin Smith, who's actually a local worship leader here, uh, a good, good friend of mine as well. And he recently got signed with Integrity Music. Um, he'll be doing both speaking and leading worship. Cool. Craig Dunnigan, um, he's the VP of Publishing and Ministry Alliances at Integrity Music. He'll be here hmm. speaking. Um, Amber Rhodes from Gateway Church in Dallas, she'll nice. be here speaking and leading. And Jay Thomas from International House of Prayer in Kansas City will be here. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Hill, who's a indie artist and producer in Atlanta, he'll be here. So, Very cool. Uh, yeah, we have some. Yeah, that great... sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, if people want to hear about it, where where should they go, or where should they go to register and get all the info? Sure. Uh, the easiest place is just go to allaboutworshipconference.com, and you'll find all the details there. Be able to register um, right now. Um, there's early bird discount and. Actually, for your listeners, I want to provide a special promo code since um, you've invited me to the podcast. And <laughs> sure. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a great privilege to talk about this. So uh, if you use the promo code Collective Podcast, uh, you'll get 15% off mm-hmm. and um, off any registration coming up even after the early bird. So that's awesome. All about worshipconference.com. I'm sure everybody appreciate that. Appreciate that. So be sure to head to the site and use that promo code and go to it. I know that just sounds like it'll be awesome. I, I really like the the heart for the spirit led and the smaller atmosphere. Like you said, the conferences, it's always the biggest production and the biggest show we can possibly get. And then, yeah, you lose, you lose something when you do that. I yeah. think a lot of times. So that's really cool. Yeah, and one thing I love is, you know, when I did this a couple of years ago, uh, you know, we had a green room set up for the artists and made it really nice and things like that. And the artists never even hung out at, in the green room. Yeah. They're like, we want to hang out with the people, you know. And That's cool. Uh, <laughs> the, the people are our green room, so they yeah. would just come in and sit in the sessions. They would go out to lunch with the attendees. So, hmm. yeah, that's why I, I just love doing this, um, even though it takes a lot of time and effort and resources. Um, just the reward of seeing people connect and, you know, and be refreshed and things. That's very cool. Well, cool, Wisdom. Thank you so much for talking. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, it's a great privilege, and um, I've been enjoying listening to your podcast. So I appreciate that. Great yeah. work. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for listening. As always, please head over to thechurchcollective.com and connect with us. We have some really cool missions opportunities, and we're always looking for people to join us, to connect with each other, and to connect with others.